Hi, and welcome to the Survivor Spiritual Guide to Trauma Recovery, your place for mental, emotional well-being and freedom for the legacy of trauma. Whether that trauma be childhood trauma or ancestral trauma, this is your place to come and learn all about trauma recovery and what healing looks like through the spiritual lens. I'm your host, Tony owner, operator, and founder of thetraumadoula.com. And if you are ready to start your trauma recovery journey, you are in the right place. Thank you so much for being here. And let's get right into the episode. So I'm just going to have an episode for me, an episode for myself, because I think, I think I need it. I think I just need to have a conversation with myself. Um, Because at the end of the day, am I really doing anything so different other than having a conversation with me, myself, and I? I often wonder if there's really anyone else here or if it is just me you know there's those people um philosophically who believe that we're kind of all in this like game and everybody else is a program computer simulation and we're the only real ones and while I'm not so egotistical to believe that others don't feel as I feel and exist as I exist I do wonder sometimes, is it just me? Like me meeting myself over and over again in different places, different faces, different streams, different perspectives, and in some way seeing myself again and again and again in many, in most. And some of the faces I see I don't like. And some of the faces I see I love. And recognizing maybe there's a little bit of that that is just human (laughs) to believe and see and notice ourselves over and over again in other people. I mean, maybe that's all there is. I have found myself struggling. (laughs) And when I'm struggling, I kind of go to doing my hair because it's always been the thing honestly that grounds me for some reason my hair like doing my hair playing in my hair um putting on makeup doing those things are not things that I I do uh because I find them just so fun and cool and awesome like I'm not a girly girl I I am me I I do as I do because I do it I don't do it because I'm expected to or because I think I should um So, like I said, I find doing my hair, doing different things to it, playing with my hair to be grounding, to be um, something that I've always been able to do that puts me back in touch with myself and, like, in a way, makes me feel good about myself, I guess, Um, because I love my hair. I think my hair is beautiful. I think I'm beautiful, and I like myself, and so I think those beauty routines of like, oh, I'm going to put on some lipstick because I like the color Um, and I'm going to paint. I'm basically painting my face, painting my hair um, because I want to, because I like it, because I want to know what it feels like 
to put this attention on myself. And every time I do that, I feel like I go through this like transition, this change where something shifts, something moves. Um, they say a woman who does her hair or, or changes the color or things like that, um, they're in the middle of something. And I feel like I've just been going through something and I'm in the middle of something, right? I'm in the middle of some shift. I'm in the middle of this change and I don't know where it's going to take me and I don't know how it's going to turn out. I don't know what it's going to be like. I just know that it's going to be, <laughs> right? It is going to be what it's going to be. And I'm trying to go with that, but at the same damn time, I'm feeling what I'm feeling. I'm feeling a lot of sadness and grief because it feels like I have to give up a normal life for the thing that I want to do. You know, I would be totally fine, I think, with being a person who has a successful business that doesn't need to be known. I, I don't need to be famous and yet I know, right? I know like I know like I know that I'll be famous. <laughs> like I, I know these things. Um, I've had dreams about it and not like those dreams that people are like, I've always dreamed of being famous and da da da. No, I mean like I'm having literal dreams at night about things that I know to be true. I know they're coming um, and I know they're coming for me. And I would be lying. <laughs> I would be lying if I said that didn't scare me a little bit, didn't make me a little bit nervous because like, you give something up for everything you gain. And it feels like the more that I step into my authenticity, the more I step into myself, the more it feels like people and things and places just turn around and look at me and they're seeing me. And I don't know, maybe I have a fear of being seen. I don't want to have a fear of being seen, but I guess I do. And... I mean, maybe that's a little bit of a part of it. Maybe that's something I need to struggle with a little bit. It kind of feels like there's people who want to be famous. <laughs> there's people who actually want that. There are people who want to be famous. But I don't know if I want to be famous. I just want to help people. You know, I want to share my spiritual wisdom. I have a lot of spiritual wisdom. I have so much spiritual wisdom up here, like that it's, it, it's mind blowing. Like it really is, it's mind blowing. But spirit speaks to me. Spirit speaks to me and I listen. I hear spirit's voice daily in my life, guiding me, showing me, pushing me forward, showing me the way, helping me recognize the things that are holding me back, even when I don't want to see it, even when I don't want to be seen by it. Spirit is always there. The angels are always there. 
guiding, showing, being present, being with, right? And I know they've never left my side, no matter how many human, human tantrums I've thrown, no matter how many times I've decided I don't want to do this shit, (laughs) no matter how many times I have decided that I am going to quit everything, fuck this, I don't like you, I don't like this, and I don't like what you're saying, no matter how many times I've done that, spirit still comes around and says, I have your back. I'm here. I'm here when you don't want me. I'm here when you do want me because I love you regardless. That's spirit. The part that is fighting that is the ego. Because the ego don't want to be seen. The ego don't want to be loved. The ego doesn't know what it means to be loved fully. The ego still believes that that's not a truth. And yet, I know better than what my ego says. I do. Like, I I do. (laughs) It's funny because the wisdom inside me feels and knows spirit so fully that I can't be tricked by my ego. She's there kicking and screaming about things. And sometimes she's not kicking and screaming about things because sometimes she's like, I guess I'll get on board with this thing. Right? Sometimes I'll pull the little string that says, fine. Right? But the ego is there to protect us. The ego is there to protect us. The ego is there so that you can fit in with society. So that culturally, you can align with what the hell is going on down here. So that you don't get dead. (laughs) That's what the ego's for. The ego is so you don't get died, okay? And in a lot of ways, it's not just physical death that the ego protects us from. The ego also protects us from ego death. From mental death. Think about those things. The the death of what you know to be true when you sit in that cognitive dissonance and recognize that everything that you thought was right and true and just is absolutely a lie. All of it, every single little bit of it, the ego protects you from that because that could be like living in hell, right? That's death because so many of us Think that we are our thoughts. Think that we are our minds. Think that we are our beliefs. I am none of those things. I am not one of those things. I am not my beliefs. I am not my thoughts. I am not my feelings. But there is something beyond that. That is I and I am it. A lot of times the ego is the place where our trauma is held most tight. It's the place where all the pain, all the hurt, all the memories of what is, what was, what will be, what always has been, what's true to these eyes, that's what the ego holds. That's what the ego sees. And so it's keeping this track, this track 
oh, this happened, so this must be true. Oh, that happened, so that must be true. They didn't love me, so I must be unlovable. My parents didn't take care of me. They were emotionally immature, so that must mean that it's my job to take care of them and me and everyone else too. All those little lies that your ego tells you and you take them as facts, you take them as beliefs. And so when we talk about ego death, when we talk about spiritual awakening, when we talk about trauma recovery, that's the fuck we talking about. It ain't coming over here lighting these fucking candles, playing with these fucking crystals. It's not sitting in fucking crisscross applesauce on a fucking vortex in Sedona. That don't make you spiritual, honey. It never did. It never did. That's an outward expression of something internal, but that's not the thing. The thing isn't the thing. What it looks like is not the thing. I look like this. This is my face. This is what my face looks like. But this is not the thing. The thing is not this. Everybody that got ears, hear it. You are so much more than what you could ever imagine acknowledge or see in this here body, in this here life. So when I say you can heal, you can change, you can recover, you can recover from your trauma, you can shift. There are more things than you can imagine. Why couldn't you imagine that? And that's where the ego kicks in. Well, you see, they didn't do it. And um, why do you think you can do it? Who do you think you are? That? Who do you think you are? That? That is the thing that will hold you back from your truth and your alignment time and time again. Because until you know who you are, until you know who you are, the ego's gonna say, who do you think you are? I don't think I am anything. I know who I am. Do you know who you are? My favorite question is, who am I, who am I, who am I? Who am I, I am. I always have been. But then comes ego. Again and again and again. Think of ego as that hurt, <laughs> broke down, <laughs> no job, no car, have an ass. <laughs> who wants to tell you who you are? They ain't even got a car, okay? Your ego is not the one paying the bills. I'm sorry, they are not. So, 
yeah, I don't know how much of this I'm going to use. I think I'm going to use some of this because spirit is really coming down and speaking to me and talking to me about trauma right now. And I guess uh, that's what needed to be said. That's what needed to be felt. That's what needed to be seen. That's what needed to be heard and understood. And it's always like my intention, my goal in the healing process and helping you discover your voice, your choices, your truth, because your truth is the highest, right? Not ego's truth. Get that out of your mind. Not ego's truth. Not what you believe. Belief. Thoughts, beliefs, and feelings are below knowing. Your truth is something you know. You know. I don't mean what you believe or think or feel. Feelings are valid, but they may not be fully true because your thoughts will lie to you about your feelings. <laughs> All right? Your thoughts will lie to you about what your feelings are saying. But knowing that resonance, that thing that is, 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 we'll just say that, that thing that is, that's present, that's full, that's there. Your highest knowing. When you start to feel seen, heard, and understood, it's happening from that place of knowing. And that is a powerful catalyst to healing. The most powerful catalyst to healing. And so as we discover and move on this journey, I mean, because damn, it's a journey. I had one client say, um, <laughs> when does it, when does it end? <laughs> just, does it just keep going? Yeah, because you are eternal. Of course you keep going. There isn't a ceiling. There's not a place where you just stop. There's not a place where you just stop. You continue. You move forward. Your presence, your spirit, it keeps growing. Whether you recognize it fully or not, Take a breath on that one. Take a breath, take a bask, take a moment and recognize the fullness of all that you are. When I say you can heal, when I say you can recover, when I say you can change, it comes from recognizing that you are eternal. You are more than that body that you inhabit right now. You are more than the feelings you had this morning. You are so much more than you could ever imagine. And so knowing all that you are, knowing, <laughs> knowing that, of course, of course you can change. Of course you can grow. My love, 
You can do things that you never knew you could do. Be proud of yourself. Be kind to yourself. Love yourself. Because you are worth that and so much more. I guess that's it. If you're here at the end of this episode and you got something from it, please leave a like, share it with two of your friends and fellow survivors, or go ahead and email me and tell me what you liked about it and what else you want to hear on the show. Additionally, sign up for the email newsletter as that's the place where I have the most updates and just so much more goodness than is presented here in the podcast. If you find yourself ready to take that next step into trauma recovery, click on the link below and you can work with me personally on your next steps. Thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful rest of your week.